This is the Colts Daily Update, a look at the latest with the Indianapolis Colts. Now, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, good evening. Welcome into the Colts Daily Update today, an off day for the Colts today as mandated by the National Football League. They'll return to work tomorrow, getting ready for week three. Up next, the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the home opener for the Colts, who have started this season with back-to-back road games. And the Chiefs come calling to Lucas Oil Stadium for the first time since 2016. And Patrick Mahomes plays his first game ever in the city of Indianapolis. The Chiefs present a really good test for the Colts. We'll talk about that more in depth later this week. But the Colts this week or earlier this week are focusing on themselves after an 0-1-1 start to the season, uh, winless through a couple of games against the AFC South. And uh, it's the second year in a row the Colts have done that, winless through two games. But despite that, they still have everything in front of them. That's because 15 games remain, and they're tied for second in the AFC South after a pair of games. The Jaguars are 1-1 one and one in first place in the division. They're the only team in the South with a win. The Texans 0-1-1, oh, one one, just like the Colts after loss to the Broncos on Sunday. And the Titans are 0-2 oh, after they were destroyed on Monday Night Football last night by the Bills. So the AFC South appears to be a division that's going to be forgiving, but the Colts have to start putting some things together after a very disappointing start to the season. The Colts have only put up 10 points per game on average through two games. That's dead last in the NFL. The offensive line needs to allow better protection on Matt Ryan at quarterback. He ranks 31st in passer rating, 22nd in completion percentage, and is tied for second with four interceptions. The Colts' defense has allowed over 70% completion percentage through two games, and they only have three sacks on the year. The Colts are also losing the turnover battle through a pair of games. They're minus four which is second to last in the NFL so far. That's a big swing considering they were number one in the NFL in turnover margin last year, finishing the year plus 14 in that category. The Colts also need to be better on both sides of the ball on first and second down to take pressure off third down. The Colts were three for 12 on third down in Jacksonville, and their average distance to gain on third down in week two was 8.7 yards. Meanwhile, on defense, the Jaguars were routinely in third and short Jacksonville sustained three drives with double-digit plays that resulted in 17 of their 24 points. Hard for the Colts to get off the field on Sunday, and Trevor Lawrence finished the game 25 of 30 in the passing game and posted a career-high 121 passer rating as the Jaguars uh, took advantage of the Colts on defense with some of those short, quick passing games. And uh, defensive coordinator Gus Bradley talked today about what the Colts have to do better to stop the quick passing game they've seen through two games from both the Texans and the Jaguars. Well, and, and that's where it comes back to technique. Uh, you know, using the technique, you know, there's a certain protocol, you know, to recognizing formations, understanding formations, and then using the proper techniques so you get quicker recognition. So it's that along with, you know, we played some man coverage, you know, to get tighter on them. We did do that in game. So, you know, it's a combination of, uh, you know, all those aspects. That's Gus Bradley and the Colts defense has plenty to clean up, but it has been pretty good against the run. In fact, through two games, they have 12 tackles for loss and they're giving up just 2.6 yards per carry, which is second in the NFL so far. 
And Bradley is pleased with that, considering he's seen some big games in the NFL on the ground already this season. You look at the running stats the last couple of weeks, you know, there's been a lot of rushing yards in the league, and we're doing a good job there. So the victories, you know, coming back in the second half, we had one bad series. And then after that, number of three and outs, just like the first game. So the challenge for us is to do it the whole game you know, to play that way the whole game and create our own energy. But ex- getting excited for your teammates, you know, it's, it's, you know what, what comes first? Does the energy comes and then you play faster, you play fast and the energy comes. That's always the million-dollar question. So, but, uh, you know, we got a spirited group on defense. And um, I think, you know, the whole objective is to ensure that we play fast. And right now we're thinking a little bit too much out there. And when you're thinking, it's hard to show that emotion motion consistently so we got to do a good job with our staff and presenting it to the defense in order to get that you know where they're playing with great freedom that's Gus Bradley on the Colts defense and we'll talk more about that unit when we come back we'll hear from head coach Frank Reich from last night's Colts roundtable live radio show a portion of that interview is coming up next here in the Colts daily update stay with us here on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan Welcome back to the Colts Daily Update. A look at the Colts with the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Welcome back on the Colts Daily Update. I'm Matt Taylor. It's the Colts and Chiefs on Sunday at Lucas Oil Stadium. It's the home opener for the Colts in week number three as they look for their first win of the season. And the Chiefs are 2-0 and have consistently been one of the best teams in the AFC the last couple of years appearing in four straight AFC Championship games. As promised, we're going to leave time to hear from head coach Frank Reich from last night's Colts Roundtable Live radio show. He joins that show every Monday night, which airs from 6 to 7 here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And last night, he started off talking about his overall assessment of the team after re-watching the game film from Jacksonville in week number two. Yeah, just not good enough in any way, in any phase. we got to find ways to get better. You know, surprising, we had a good week of practice. Uh, you, you expect it to translate. Most times you feel it does translate to the game. Uh, we weren't able to take that execution and focus that we had at practice and in meetings um, to the game on Sunday. So, um, you know, we got to own that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long season, and, you know, we got to find a way to stay together and, and keep getting better. You know, you always hear about the the 24-hour rule after a big win or a loss. Do you you let the guys stew on this one a little bit, knowing you've got the Chiefs coming up and they're a very good opponent in the AFC? How how do you kind of handle that part, knowing you've got a a big test coming up? Yeah, you're exactly right. There's not much time to stew over it. You Mm -hmm. know, in fact, we kind of – yeah, everyone talks about the 24-hour rule, but really when we start evaluating this film, like what we say, Matt, is, hey, listen, this this isn't, hey, here's what you did wrong – this is, hey, here's what we need to get corrected for next week. This isn't, hey, let's look for somebody to blame for why we lost the last game. Mm-hmm. This is, hey, let's see what we can figure out, what we can do better so we can make sure we win the next game. That's Frank Reich here on Colts Roundtable Live. Offense, you know, statistically had a tough day. How much of that was due to the Jaguars on first and second down getting the job done, forcing the Colts in, in third and long situations? It was a rough day offensively, man. I mean, those those are, it's like a nightmare, you know. And so they played us well, and we got to do we got to be better than that. We are better than that, mm-hmm. um, you know. So we got to figure that out, coaching and playing. They, you know, they were effective against our run game. Mm-hmm. You know, we were never really able to get a run game going. 
Um, and then when we tried to throw it on first and second down, you know, didn't have as much success as we normally do. We, we've normally been pretty good, you know, coming out of the gate. Um, but we just weren't able to generate anything early on, or yeah. really the whole game. Jacksonville's offense, you know, was sharp with Trevor Lawrence, um, efficient from the get-go, 25 of 30 passing. What did you see that made it hard to, to shut him down in those quick rhythm, quick timing throws? Yeah, they did, they did a good job. They did a good job, good game plan, you know, watching the film of them. I mean, like we've said earlier, their offense is very similar to ours. I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm, oh, that's our play, that's our play, <laughs> that's our play, that's our play. Um they executed well. Mm-hmm. You know, they execute. They out executed us on both sides of the ball in that regard. All right. If you have a question for coach, you can tweet it in tonight and every Monday night here in the regular season on Colts Roundtable Live. Uh, tweet those to hashtag Colts Roundtable. Uh, Eric is up first tonight, coach, asking who do you turn to for help and leadership in the locker room after a game like Sunday and after a slow start to the season. I think he's. Uh, alluding to players, players in the locker room, you can turn to 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 help relegate some things in the in the locker room. Well, it starts with the captains. You know, you know, it starts with our captains, and we got we got seven of them: three on offense and three on defense, and a special teams. You mm-hmm. know, so you, you lean on those guys, and then we have a player council, which is twelve guys. You know, a player leadership council. So I meet with them once a week on Wednesdays. Um, you know, those those are the guys that you talk through because we got to do this together. All right, Gabe is up. He's asking, why do we have such a difficult time with the Jaguars' line stunts and their defensive line pressure? Uh, they execute them well. I, I know we can be better. Um, you know, obviously we've had a lot of years of pretty good protection around here, so we have a high standard. But we got to own the fact that we did not execute well in that regard. They, uh, looking at their couple of their stunts, they executed very well on them, and um, we mm-hmm. got to do a better job. We got to figure out how to get better uh, against those stunts. All right, Mark is up next. What went into to Paris Campbell's lack of production, considering we were without Pittman and Pierce at receiver? It was just one of those things. I mean, he was scheduled to be, you know, in on to get the ball and some plays that, whatever the coverage, the the read didn't took us away from him, or we got pressure, yeah. um, and Matt had a scramble or took a sack. Um, so, you know, we love Paris, want to continue to try and find ways to get him involved. All right, let's skip down to Mike's question because uh, we, we talked about uh, Michael Pittman. Is there a chance that Pittman and Pierce will be back on Sunday to play the Chiefs? I mean, we're optimistic and we're hopeful. You know, we'll see how it goes this week. Um, they both look good today. You know, I didn't really talk to them at length, so uh, we'll see how the week progresses. All right, Bobby's question. Uh, we're just two for seven in the red zone through a couple of games. What do we have to do better to score inside the twenty? Uh, we got to run the ball better in the red zone. Um, that, that's always a big deal. The teams that are really good in the red zone mm-hmm. run the ball well in the red zone. And then, you know, we just got to execute better in the passing game. Um, we got to execute better in the passing game, and that's that's all of us. This is Colts Roundtable Live. That's head coach Frank Reich with us tonight on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, uh, Rick, is asking about the defense and the pass rush. What can we do to generate more pass rush than we've gotten in the last two games? Well, I think one of the keys is if you look at how we struggled on offense because we were in a lot of third and longs. So, um, you know, tr- try to get the their, their opposing offense yeah. out of phase. You know, um, be play good defense on first and second down and get them in third and long. That would go a long way. All right, last question from the fans. Drew is asking, do we need to go up-tempo offense to start games to get off to better starts? You know, we try to mix that up every now and then. You know, really didn't want to do that down in Jacksonville because of the heat. We were already down receivers, you know. Yeah. Um, you didn't want to put our young receivers in a situation where we're having to go up 
you know, up tempo like that, uh, you know. So we'll always have that in our back pocket as a tool we can use. All right, the Chiefs are up next. Uh, they're two and zero. What do you want to see? What do you need to see in practice this week, Coach? What needs to happen in order for the Colts to give themselves the best chance to to get that first win and and get that that win in the regular season home opener? Well, here's what I'm counting on, Matt. You know that sometimes we all know what lagging results mean, right? You know you. And we've had, we, I think we've been practicing very well, but we haven't been seeing the results, mm-hmm. you know, in a timely fashion. So, what I'm hoping is, you know, uh, the cumulative effect of a couple good weeks of in-season practice is going to catch up with us. We have another good week this week, and then we see that on Sunday against the Chiefs. That's Frank Reich from last night's Colts Roundtable Live Radio Show, and for that full interview and that full show, also featuring former Colts Rick Venturi. And Joe writes, you can check it out right now on Colts.com. The Colts mobile app and the Colts audio network has it as well. That's anywhere you download your podcasts. While you're there, you can listen to this week's official Colts podcast, which is up from earlier today, breaking down two games for the Colts and the 24 to nothing loss in Jacksonville. Inside football with Rick Venturi will drop tomorrow with the blueprints to beat the Chiefs. And we'll have plenty of conversations with Colts players leading into week three against the Chiefs all throughout the week. Instant replay is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Colts Daily Update tonight. We'll do it again tomorrow at 6 right here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.